0: Hi, friends! Welcome to Holly's Highlights, a podcast designed to encourage, inspire, and equip you to intentionally live your life full of purpose. I'm your host, Holly Kirby, motivational speaker, leadership cultivator, marketing strategist, and personal cheerleader. Let's check out today's highlights. To say the last two and a half years have been fast and furious in the real estate market, would be an understatement. And then suddenly it felt as if it all came to a screeching halt. What does one do to understand it all? And especially if you're wanting to buy a home or sell your current one. Well, I'd reach out to my friend, Leslie Clement with Berkshire Hathaway Home Services. You'll love her compassionate demeanor and her knowledge of the real estate market. Her clients love how she takes the bull by the horns and get things done. She aims to make your experience stress-free and even fun. Yep. I said fun. She loves getting to know her clients and aims to call them friends. And right now, she is offering a free gift just for reaching out, and it's a goodie, a $25 gift card to the restaurant of your choice in the Salt Lake Valley. And there's more. If you actually schedule a sit-down meeting with her, she would love to give even more. When you meet with Leslie to start the home buying journey or to see how she can get you the most net gain on your home sale, she'll schedule a two-hour home cleaning session. Wow, this is amazing. Now this offer is available only through June 30th, 2023. So call or text her today at 801-971-0455. Again, that's 801-971-0455. And make sure to tell her Holly sent you. Hello, my friend. As we've entered a new year, we can often experience many changes it may bring. Of course, the changes we've self-inflicted of those New Year's resolutions. Changes in weather, depending on what part of the world you live in. Changes in having the family all together. And now everyone has returned either back home or just to their own daily routines. That can be hard. Perhaps job changes or college class changes. And for some of us, it may just be a change in the size of clothing as a result of those yummy foods and holiday gatherings throughout these past couple of months. During this time, it'd be quite normal, though, to want to resist the change or feel overwhelmed by it, often referred to as change saturation. But when we get right down to it, we may just be experiencing a little bit of what is referred to as change fatigue. Now, according to an article by Dr. Lydia Musa on LinkedIn, change fatigue symptoms include apathy, so a disengagement, negativity, perhaps you find yourself more cynical or complaining, stress, feeling a little anxious perhaps, and then there's just flat out burnout. In fact, research from Gartner is showing that employees are 50% less able to cope with change than they were pre pandemic. Change is hard. Now, I'd add to that, that among the seasons where we're dealing with change fatigue, we may also begin to do a deeper level of self-reflection where we start to question, who am I? Or what's my value or purpose? Or just what's next? I can relate all too well with this from this past year. As I've shared before, my mom encouraged me years ago to write a book, and I wrote that book in 2020 and then focused on seeking a literary agent and even directly approaching some publishers themselves. And there was one specifically a a publisher that I was really hopeful for them wanting to publish my book, and I had received a golden ticket, so to speak, of being connected with exactly the right person, the gatekeeper, if you will, of who would then decide the fate of my book with that publishing company. To add to that, that individual was receptive of receiving my manuscript for consideration, which is huge in that industry. I was so excited and I was so hopeful at this process. I waited three months, though, for a reply with multiple attempts of following up, only to learn that my emails had been going into the junk mail and they hadn't even reviewed it yet, thus just creating a longer process. It was crazy. But then that day came that I received that devastating news that they were declining the book I was crushed the main comment they gave me that just stumbled in my head for a bit though was that I didn't have enough followers what I've never focused on followers I don't buy followers I don't try to get everyone to like or subscribe or friend request to me I just put stuff out there that hopefully helps encourage inspire and equip just the one it may be intended for. Now, in the midst of this discouraging news, my brother reminded me that there are some titles in life we just may not get. And at that point, he was referring to author. But he encouraged me with reminding me my most important title is mom. And he reminded me the difference, the impact I make on my two babies with that title, with that role of mom. They truly are my top priority and my most honored and valued role. I am so grateful. If you know me, you know that I absolutely adore my children and treasure doing life with them. They, they truly are my world. I get, though, that seasons change. And I see that even as my children get older, they're involved in sports and they're hanging out with friends and my oldest has a job and is getting ready to get her driver's license and my son won't be very far behind her on that. And I realize that one day they're going to grow up and have adult lives of their own, perhaps get married or have kids. I already start to fret sometimes of what do I do then? I just had a coaching call the other day where a seasoned woman is long into her career and is wondering if even midlife she should up and change careers altogether because of some new passion she has. She was asking me, how did you know you wanted to start a podcast, write a book, begin leadership coaching, and how did you just do it? Well, each of us are going to be called to different things. Our needs are going to look a little different. Our passions are going to vary. Our current circumstances are going to play part too. My kids are my life. But I've seen how perhaps God is preparing me for that season when they graduate from high school in starting to pave some of these new paths in such areas as that gal mentioned of the podcast, the book, the speaking engagements, and who knows what's next. But he can do that. He can do that for her. And he can do that for you too. Now, in the Bible, in the book of 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 6, Paul is reminding Timothy of how God gave Timothy the spiritual gift he needed for the ministry that God was calling him to, so preparing him for. So one way of answering this, who am I? What's my purpose? Where is life going? What's next? Type questions that can result of change fatigue is to look at what are you wired to do? Now, there are several sources out there that can help with this, and we're going to cover eight of these. The first one is love languages. There's the love language test, that is the concept of Gary Chapman, where in his book, The Five Love Languages, he helps us understand how we receive love, physical touch, quality time, words of affirmation, gifts, or even acts of service. This can help us understand what we're needing or longing for to feel a little fulfillment in that area of being loved. Now, a side note here is that my personal faith reminds me that my fulfillment in love ultimately comes from God himself. I can't rely on others to fulfill this, but this is a tool to understand how we do best receive or feel loved, whether it be at work, school, among friends, in our home, and of course, in our deeper relationships too. This test really helps in all relationships. I've taken this, mine are words of affirmation and physical touch, and I've had my kids take it and even my leadership team at work take it too. You can check out season three, episode three for learning more about the five love languages and even for the link of where to take the test. Number two, personality tests. There are so many of these out there. Five Voices, Strength Finders, Myers-Briggs, DISC, the list goes on and on and on. Now, these tests can help us put a name to what we are, which actually can help us dive a little deeper into who we are. It can help us understand why we may respond why we do and help navigate us through some unknowns of how to handle various situations in life. This could be understanding you're an introvert and therefore help give you ideas on how to engage at a social gathering, yet giving you permission to set boundaries as to the amount of socials you attend, or reminding you to balance those socials with some much-needed alone time. Personality tests can help you identify your strengths too and and how to use them. These tests can be helpful with career decisions. I'm an achiever, belief, developer, responsibility, relater, so this helps me understand so the achiever in me has always excelled at event planning. The relator in me totally comes out when I'm speaking at conferences. Yet the responsibility piece, that lets me know why I can get offended of people stepping on toes. I'm also an ambivert. So not an extrovert, not an introvert, but an ambivert. I'm extroverted in social settings and can be outgoing and friendly. Yet I'm introvertedly loving to work alone and valuing that time at home with just me and my kids, you can check out season two, episode four, for an in-depth look into personality tests. Number three, spiritual gifts. Now, spiritual gifts is believing that God wired you for a reason. And so finding out is that administration, is that giving, is that leadership or service or ministry or teaching? If you are a person of faith, this can be a huge test to help you in every aspect of life, from careers to where you volunteer in the community or even at church. Mine are exhortation, so encouraging others, faith, my belief in God, fully trusting that he's got me, and hospitality. I want others to feel welcome and that they belong. Now, this could be at home. This could be at work. This could even be at a party. Keep in mind, this is not the fortune teller of what you need to do. It is more of the understanding that God made you for a reason, and you desire to use that gift or the gifts that he's given you to then glorify him by using them. Local churches will often have spiritual tests, or even you can go online to giftstest.com or sdrock.com, and I'll provide those links in the show notes as well. Number four, bucket lists. Now, according to a study from Stanford, bucket lists can help you live a life with hopes and aspirations. They identify your values, your goals, your milestones, and experiences as all having significance both in reflection and identification as to what your lifetime will include. So go ahead and make a bucket list. You might see a common theme in your bucket list too that might help you in creating focus into pushing forward towards what you really want in life. This could be a job-related situation or relationship-wise. Perhaps by doing so, it just helps motivate you in identifying what's next. For me, I have a bucket list for my career that I want to accomplish and then I have a bucket list for life overall. And one common factor I saw on both of my lists seemed to be traveling. So, Recently, when I was evaluating these, instead of waiting around to do so, I just spontaneously went for it and booked that next adventure. Now, I got to admit, I'm not a risk taker, so it scared the living daylights out of me to do this. But I thought, what am I waiting for? Number five, dreams. I'm not talking necessarily about interpreting your dreams, but rather think back as a child. What did you dream about? Was it going somewhere, doing something, becoming something like a college graduate or a nurse? Give yourself permission to tap into your inner child and just dream. I recently had an interview with the Homeboys Industries. That was the last one of season three. That's where you can find that. I think it was episode 29, somewhere around there. And one thing that the gentleman I interviewed mentioned is when the people coming out of the gangs are, are coming out and getting back into life, he encourages them, what did you dream about as a child? Dream again. Start dreaming again and go for it. So when we dream and take those dreams of our inner child what of those dreams can you start doing today? I used to dream of being a stay-at-home mom, and that, that's just not in the cards for me. But I can tap into things I wanted to do as a stay-at-home mom and incorporate them now, such as arrange special outings with my kids and have game nights, make meals together. So what are your dreams? And then what of those can you start implementing in your life today? Number six, goals. When we get in ruts, we can spiral down fast. But if we have a goal set before us, something to achieve, to work towards, to look forward to reaching, we can look back and see how far we've actually come. In five years, you can either look back and see you're still in the same spot, or you can look back and see even a few things accomplished that you got a step further to reaching your goals. So write down some goals that are specific and attainable as as well as dates to reach them by and then go for it. You can download my free Get It Done Goal Planner on hollykirby.com in the resources section and even check out season two, episode one on goal setting in a new year. Number seven, values and priorities. What's important to you and where does that rank in your priorities? I value time together as a family, and I love when my kids bring their friends here. I always want my children's friends to feel welcome. So we want a hot tub and we want a fire pit area, but that priority of putting a hot tub or a fire pit in isn't as top on my priorities as it is to take a summer vacation with my children. I also value my relationship with my family. So the priority for me getting together for pedicures and dinner with my sister is going to be put first over a friend asking me over for dinner that same night. Once we identify our values and our priorities, we can help us understand a little more about where some of our boundaries should be put in place. You can look at season three, episode 26, and that can help you unpack more on boundary setting. But listing out our values and priorities can also help us understand who we are and just help us protect that purpose. Number eight, last but definitely not least, a resource we can use to answer this, who am I, what's my purpose, what's next type of question that can result from change fatigue, is to write out and follow your own personal mission statement. I put this last because after you've looked at your love language, your personality, your spiritual gifts, your bucket list, and dreams, and goals, and values, and priorities. You can write why you basically exist. What is your overall goal? In season three, episode 15, we walked through how to do a family mission statement. So you can follow that to essentially do your own personal mission statement too. This can help be a guide for you in your life for Anytime that you start feeling that change fatigue, among many other things in life and emotions in life too, which result in you just questioning your why. I wrote mine years and years ago before I became a mom, and I've referred to that often as my true north of sorts when making decisions or just needing to remind myself who I am. My shortened version of my personal mission statement is to glorify God in all I do, say and think about. Again, writing out your personal mission statement can be your lifelong guide. Now, through it all, when trying to answer those questions of who am I, what's your purpose, where is life going, what's next, what am I wired to do, among all the ongoing changes of life, and and no matter your age or stage in life, there will be ongoing change. Just expect it. But remember to do just that of choose life and live embrace a growth mindset, try new things, challenge your own perspectives, explore your passions, pat yourself on your back for things well done, forgive yourself for any regrets, have a grateful heart, turn your pain into your purpose, accept your flaws and all, believe in yourself, have a mentor or someone who inspires you, be part of a community and make new friends, whatever it is, You are never too young, nor are you ever too old to live life. Now, sometimes this self-discovery may need some assistance, whether that be a counselor where you might need some help processing your past, or a leadership coach who helps you focus on goals and looks more toward the future. Now, if that one is the case for you, I would love to connect with you. Either way, in this world full of comparison traps and posts on social media of misconstrued perfection, as Steve Jobs has said, your time is limited, so don't waste it living someone else's life. You, my friend, are, as David writes in Psalms 139.14, fearfully and wonderfully made. Yes, you, my friend, have value. And in the midst of a lifetime full of change, you have Purpose. Thank you for joining me on this journey of life. I hope that today's highlight has been encouraging, inspiring, and equipping so you can go out and live your life full of purpose. I'd be honored if you'd take a moment to leave a review, or better yet, subscribe. We can also stay in touch by joining my email list at hollycurby.com. That's h-o-l-l-y-c-u-r-b-y.com. Until next time, make it a great day for a great day.